gonna make any difference you can't hear the audio what uh what's popping man what's popping this is 101 baby <laughs> 101 um shit um yeah what dude. was the story you had to tell me i think i thought you. oh yeah so we were supposed to podcast tuesday so uh tuesday i uh had a pretty busy day at work pretty normal day though looking like gonna get out at five gonna be able to pick up roman Roman's got to be picked up by five thirty, by the way, or else they they like they don't, they just don't have it at the place we sent them. Right? It's like this is just you don't want to you want to be those parents. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So five o'clock comes around, getting ready to roll out, and uh, one of the people who I have been trying to get a hold of all week, well, for the past probably like two or three days to talk about something, pops in my office like, "Hey, man, I'm here. Let's talk about this." So getting into that conversation, I keep glancing at the clock. It's like five ten. All right, I still got a little time. All right, five fifteen. Pretty soon it is five thirty. I'm just like, dude, I gotta, I gotta go. I gotta get out of here. So wrap up that conversation. Jump in my Prius. It's like I gotta get there. So I text, I text the daycare like, yo, I'm sorry, I'm late. Got hell of a work, whatever. Just start flying. Get on the highway. Start going. Bad traffic because of uh, construction. Mm-hmm. Um, at one point kind of get distracted for a second look up cars in front of me are stopped and i rear end the car in front of me pretty pretty good too pretty good little rear end action didn't put off airbags or anything but it was one of those moments i was just like ah shit this is uh this is not good so Dude, that's brutal, man. Whatever. Yeah, so whatever. We do the thing where, you know, we kind of go up, pull over the side of the highway. Like I said, it's construction. It was down to one lane, so it was kind of a nightmare just to find a spot to stop. We eventually find a spot where we can, like, pull in between the construction barrels, pull off, get out. He's got – it's a brand-new car this guy was driving. It has dealer plates on it, so I feel terrible. So get out. He gets out. He's upset, and I'm just giving him like the dude. I I'm sorry. Like I, I got nothing for you. I'm sorry. It's my fault. Whatever. And he goes, Yeah, man. You, you don't even know how new this car is. Like he was clearly pissed, but at the same time, I was like, Nah. I was just giving him like yeah. the most chill vibe back. So like he was like, you know, whatever. Yeah. What, like, what are we gonna do, buddy? Yeah. Exactly. What, what are we gonna do about it? Like, shit happens. Whatever. So he goes. He goes. You don't even know how new this car is. And he looks at me. And he looks at the back of his car. And he looks at the front of my car, and he goes, there's no damage. I'm like, what? So I look. Sure enough, not even a effing scratch on either car. No idea how. His, he was driving a Prius. I was driving a Prius. Maybe there's, like, some sort of weird Prius on Prius crime can't happen thing out there in the universe. Maybe, oh, my God. Maybe it was just, like, a little karma coming because I was already late to pick up the kid. But anyway, so he goes damn he's like well i don't really know what to do he's like i don't want to call the cops and like have to wait for them and then you know what are they even going to do there's no like 
there's nothing here. I was like, yeah, let me at least like if you're cool with just kind of moving on with our day. Information, yeah. Yeah, I'll give you my insurance information. I'll give you my phone number. And then, you know, if you do end up finding there's damage on your car, file a claim or whatever, and I'll, you know, do whatever I need to do to, like, make it happen for you. Um, and so he was fine with that. He took pictures of all my info, got my number, and then we just left. I ended up being, like, 20, 25 minutes late to pick up the kid, which the, yeah, the daycare dude. we sent to is in-home daycare. It's a husband and wife. The husband is sitting in the driveway in the dark, in the car, ready to go. And I'm just like, oh, shit. So I pull up, pull in, go up wife has roman hands me the kid and is like you know hey you know she just kind of gives me like the hey you know when you when when you're late you make us late kind of thing and i'm ap apologizing profusely um so feel really bad about that and then get him home katie's you know a little bit like what the hell's going on with you like why are you late it's like because we had been talking all day about how i was going to be good to leave at around five to be able to pick up the kid clearly that didn't happen and she's like you no. know because we only had oh one yeah, we only have one car. And so, uh, yeah, I just, uh, you know, but uh, that that then turns into like, all right, we get home late with Roman. So then we got to kind of rush his like routine at night, you know, play around with him a little bit, get him fed, do bath time, get him down. And it was by time it was like, man, it's podcast time. I was like, dude, I haven't had a time to like sit. Yeah, second for yourself. Yeah, but not, not even that. Like just sit and think about what the hell that hour of time was from like five to six. Like I needed to think about that discussion I had with the dude at work. I needed to think about the fact that I got into a car accident. I needed to think about the fact that I felt like shit because I was late picking up the kid. Like there was just a lot of stuff going through my head. It's like, I just don't think I'm in the right headspace to, to sit here and uh, I get it, dude. It up. No worries, man. All good. I'm, yeah. you know, like I told you, I'm, I have a pretty flexible schedule. I don't have a kid to worry about. So it's, <laughs> those types of things don't yeah, appreciate have a big impact on I me. I appreciate it. Also, I'm, I'm off tomorrow and Monday. So this, this night works. It's just like, uh, you know, I got nothing going on that I got to worry um, about in my life at this point, other than talking to Dan. Weekend after the holiday weekend. There you go. I know we're, we're, uh, we're making sure we get all those vacation days used up. There you go. You got to take advantage of them while you can. That's right. Um, so, yeah, man. So what's going on in your life? How's, how's bowling league? Uh, we haven't played in a little while. Like, uh, it was like before Thanksgiving. It was like the week before Thanksgiving. It was our off week. And then, obviously, the week of Thanksgiving, they didn't play. Um, and then this would have been our off week. So we're supposed to be playing next week. Okay. We'll be coming back. I'm pretty excited, though. It's been a while since we've played. I definitely want to get back out there and play. But, um, yeah, I mean, lately just been working and, uh, you know, watching some football. Unfortunately, the Lions lost on Thanksgiving. But <laughs> Michigan came out and got the dub against Ohio State, which was awesome. That's right. They did. The boys yeah. are going to the championship. I wouldn't be surprised if more – like, how does Moore not win the assistant coach of the year? Like he he himself had like six wins under his belt as like the interim head coach. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think is there an assistant one? Is there an assistant coach of the of the year award? Yeah, is that they, thing. They were, yeah, they were talking about it earlier on ESPN. Oh, were they? Uh, I mean, maybe I think I don't. I feel, I just feel like there's going to be something about the Michigan team and them just just like awards people wanting to kind of shy away from that. This is my take. Not not yeah. from like a player perspective, but I think the coaching staff. I think that'll be a little bit like uh, we really want to give these guys awards. Yeah, I really hope not. I hope it doesn't completely just flop and fold. 
I mean, the reason he got six wins as an assistant coach is because the head coach was suspended for six games. You know what I mean? Like that just is yeah. not a fantastic look. Do you think? Do you think that um, Alabama wins without Nick Saban at the helm? Probably. I we wins. What? Like, against like generally the, against the rival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I th- look. I think. Like, do you think? Do you think? You know, Kirby. Kirby Smart. Huh. I think Georgia. So I mean, yeah, you think Georgia beats Alabama without Kirby Smart? Uh, which time? I think like when they they're about to play for the 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 um SEC championship. I mean, maybe. I mean, look, we're not talking about Jim Harbaugh being removed from the program. He's still coaching during the week. The offensive coordinators are still there. The defensive coordinators still there. Like the guys who call the plays didn't get removed. Uh, the players are all still the same. Like. Recru- so you don't think it has any impact on the team as to having the head coach removed for the game? Like, so I guess the point I'm trying to make is that I don't think it's as as much of like a guarantee that like the head coach not being at the actual game and coaching the team and kind of leading the team. Like you're saying that it that there's no impact and it's just like this any assistant could coach could just walk in and take the same group of players and have the same outcome i mean i'm not saying that there's no impact i'm saying that there's i mean i don't know that it's a huge impact though i mean you're talking about like i said jim harbaugh is still coaching during the week he's still coming up helping put together a game plan the offensive coordinator is still calling the plays on the offense the defensive coordinator is still calling plays on defense i think there's maybe like some do we go for it on fourth and one or do we take a shot here type of calls that you know would essentially become Sharon Moore's calls versus Jim Harbaugh's calls, but I don't think it's like the end of the world. Let me ask you this question. Do you think sign stealing or not having your head coach would have a bigger impact on the game? Do I think sign stealing? If you had the the other team's uh, signs, do you think that would have a bigger impact on the game than not having your coach? Well, I guess here's the thing is that before you can even – you know, have the information from the sign stealing make any sense. You have to you have to go and kind of unscramble it and understand what the heck it means. Like these signs that they're stealing aren't necessarily like, oh, they're gonna throw it to this person. Like this is what their formation is gonna be. These are the different potential options that they have. But it's I don't know. I feel like the whole sign stealing thing to me, I don't think it's as big of an impact as like not having like you, you think it's less of an impact than not having your head coach on the sideline for the game? Yeah, I think it's a bigger impact not having your coach. Okay. I mean, I, I would probably disagree, but that's just me. I don't think I don't think Jim Harbaugh not being on the sideline is really that big of a deal. When he's coaching throughout the week, he puts together the game plan. He's got his offensive coordinator. He's got his defensive coordinator who are there to call the plays like they always do, you know. I think knowing potentially what the other team's going to do was a much bigger deal than – not having a head coach there for a game, especially when it's a team that's used to not having their head coach there for games. Used to it, or it just kind of happened this year. Well, used to it this year. I mean, they had practice for it against the weakest three teams on their schedule, right? Yeah. To then play the hardest three teams on their schedule with uh, without the coach as well. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, I don't think I. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think as a Michigan fan 
you want to play the like we're we're doing well because you know like look at us go without Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines and you know ignore the reasons why Jim Harbaugh wasn't on the sidelines. Mom, I'm definitely not ignoring the reasons why it wasn't on the sidelines. I guess what I was trying to do is just give more credit to to Sharon more for yeah. the work that he did as as kind of stepping in and being interim coach. Yeah, I mean. Once again, he's he's not coaching during he's still like Jim Harbaugh's still coaching during the week. He's literally just doing stuff on Saturday. But I do think Jerome Moore, you know, he probably gets a head coach, coaching job at some point. This probably helps that case. Yeah. You know, but I think I really and especially when we're talking about college football, I think recruiting, you know, whatever NIL deal you've got going on nowadays, that's uh, you know that's going to determine the on-field product just as much as I think the coaching stuff is. What you know, obviously that all comes from the coaching, but um, yeah, I think that matters a lot as well. Yeah, like it's a first. Did you by chance watch? Did you by chance watch the game? I did watch the game. Yeah, um, was that a touchdown by Roman Wilson? Is the question right? Yeah, you think so it was? Yeah, I think he I think it was because when he broke the plane with the ball, I think he had contact or he had possession of the ball. And it's just like the continuation of it. It's not like the NFL rule. Like they don't have to like complete a a fall to the ground and like cause in yeah, my opinion, he was already down when his knee was down. So you think he but and as he's rolling down he gets the ball ripped away from the Ohio State guy. Like I, th- I still think that's a touchdown. So you think he he established possession basically as he was either in the end zone or yeah, as he's coming down in the end zone. zone. I think he has possession established, and then his knee is down as the ball is getting across the the yeah. threshold of the white line. Yeah. Okay. But here's the thing, though, too. It's like we could sit here all day and argue that but there was a few things that happened throughout that game like that wasn't the only thing that was the outcome that changed the the game or whatever right like yeah they won by six points but there was plenty of calls that could have been made either way in that game that could have had a bigger impact than that i think yeah i think i think that one is a big one because it goes from michigan scores seven to ohio state has the ball in the 20 going the other way right Yep. So I think that's the biggest one. I think it's a call that um, they like. I think if the Ohio State guy doesn't intercept it, then I don't. I don't think they call it a touchdown. I think it becomes a play that if they overturn it, because it becomes such a flip the script type of situation that they're not gonna change the call on the field in that situation. Like if I think that Roman, if Roman Wilson simply doesn't catch that ball and it falls incomplete, the Ohio State guy doesn't intercept it then they don't they just call it an incomplete pass on the replay but i think the fact that he intercepted it which means not only do they have to take the touchdown away but then they have to give ohio state the ball i think that becomes more of a like ah this is just too close for us to make that big of a swing call here and so i think that that that's at least kind of was my like the thing the rule says even if they both had possession at the same time when he was down it's off the offensive player completes the reception yeah i don't think anybody had possession of the ball until like the ohio state guy was laying in it laying with it in the end zone but i think they the call on the field was that roman wilson did have possession i think that roman had possession before they went down to the ground i don't think he objectively had it for had possession for long enough to say that he had established like possession of the ball before it 
started moving again, essentially. He didn't have possession. Objectively speaking. That's my objective third-party opinion on it. But I, I also don't th- – like, I think they made the right call at the end of the day. Like, I don't think, given that it was called a touchdown on the field, that, that, you, can, that you can then overturn it and say, no, this is actually Ohio State's ball. I don't think – I think they made the right call given what – and this is part of our conversation of, like, you know that we've had multiple times about how football is just too re- getting too reliant on replay. Like I didn't have I didn't have any problem with them not overturning it, um, yeah. but I think part of the calculus there was the fact that the Ohio State but got like they would have had to give the ball to Ohio State if they do overturn. So they just kind of like oh shit, <laughs> our options here like if, if it was the right call, it shouldn't matter whether or not he had, you know, if if he would have dropped it and not caught it like i think it was still the right call i think that you can't overturn it because there wasn't any indisputable evidence in my i mean i guess i can say in my opinion because no matter sure. what i it's it's not going to change the the fact but um yeah i feel like the when his knee was down and he had possession then he kind of fell down on the ground mm-hmm. and that's when the ball was ripped out but yeah, and I'd have to go back and look at the play. I just remember watching it and being like, this is super sketchy as far as like calling this an actual catch. But at the same time, they call it a catch. And if you don't call it a catch, then you have to give the ball to Ohio State. And I just don't think. It also happened so fast yeah, in real time. right. Which is why, like that I said. I seed. Yeah. That was a seed through those guys. Yeah, and I, that's why I think, once again, you have to you have to give some deference here to what was actually called on the play in real time. And I think they did. Like I said, I think they made the call they should have made given what was called on the field. But I think if they call it the other way on the field, they're not going to then turn around and give Michigan a touchdown. You know what I mean? If it yeah. would, if that would, if they would call it an interception on the field, they're not going to turn it around after that replay and say, no, Roman Wilson established possession of the ball and then scored a touchdown. And then the Ohio state guy got it. Right. So I think that's yeah. where like, yeah, what was called on the field? Yeah. Go with it. Like that. And that's, you know, back to my previous thing is like, I think that should be how more of this shit goes with football. It's like, you know, yeah. you know, let's Agreed. stop like parsing through frame by frame and trying to decide what, you know, the reality was and just, you know, just go forward with what was called on the field. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, dude. It's it's frustrating because I feel like it's not only slowed down the game, but I don't know, it's just kind of taken away from the flow of it. Yeah. Because you also had that play at the end of the game that was a similar situation where the Ohio State guy caught the ball and took, like, maybe a step and a half and then fumbled, and the Ohio State guy fell on it, but it was, like, a 25-yard play for Ohio State. Yeah. Which was another one where it's like, "Ah, I feel like if you gave Michigan that call earlier, you got to give Ohio State this call at this point. And they did, but if Michigan would have fallen on that, it's just one of those where it was like, ah, it's felt like a little. I feel like they would have called. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like. I feel like there's a little bit of like that too. we're we're gonna do a makeup call here, but it doesn't really help you that much, Ohio State. Well, then it didn't help because the very next play we intercepted the ball. I think so. Yeah, I think you know if we're talking about the game as a whole, the reason Ohio State lost is because uh, Kyle McCord sucks. Yeah, dude, I told you that he's not <laughs> he's not Justin Field. Did we not say that on that call? I was like, yeah, McCord is not the guy. Yeah, That's I never. The reason I felt so confident about beating Ohio State again is because McCord is not the guy. Yeah, and I think Michigan. If you're a Michigan fan, you're still in this weird space of like, what happens when we actually play a good quarterback? Maybe you guys just won't play a good quarterback on a good team this entire year. And... I don't know. I'm kind of hoping we draw Florida State because they have their backup. Quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, don't 
<laughs> don't overlook don't the Hawkeyes. Tell you who I don't want to play. I don't want to play Oregon. Yeah, Oregon. I think is a problem for you guys. I think Georgia's a problem for anybody. And then uh, oh, who else? Is Washington that? also would be a problem. Michael Penix is really good. Yeah, I'm not as concerned. I feel like coming out of that Washington Oregon game, one of those teams is not going to make it. So I'm yeah. I'm fine with. Uh, I, I feel like I wouldn't be as nervous because Oregon, like they they just look good. I guess they kind of remind me, or maybe it's not Oregon, maybe it is Washington. That kind of reminds me of like Miami, you just like fast and small. Yeah, I mean Michigan is um, kind of that grinded out team, but at the same time, if they have to get into a shootout, I don't know that JJ is the guy. Yeah, I mean I liked what do you see the couple plays that Orgy came in and. Uh, yeah, Great. dude, where did that guy come from? Dude, he's he's a beast. He's man. a monster. They're gonna open up the playbook even more. I think he's gonna get some looks. There's like 500 plays that they have that they can run, and I know he's got some more opportunities. So I'm hoping yeah. he comes in for some. I knew as soon as I saw him come in at quarterback, I was like, he's gonna keep this, and he's just gonna run it. And yeah. I was like, yeah, let's go. Yeah, but that's same. Like I could see him coming in and like running some type of you know, wildcat offense or, you know, he can throw the ball too. So, yeah, I think the problem might be the, just the, the rec- yeah, I mean, you know, the receiving talent, I mean, it's not bad, but it's not, it's, it's not, not super bad, but elite. It's not great. Like I yeah. feel like Ohio state always has like the best receivers. Like if yeah. we had JJ McCarty throwing to some of those guys, like, holy shit, dude. Yeah. Barbara Harris, the junior is really good. He is really good. Do you see that one-handed catch he had? Yeah. He was being, like, dragged down by yep. a Michigan defensive back. I forget who it was, but I was just like, damn. Yeah, but dude, he... some of those Kyle McCord, some of the throws he was – I mean, it wasn't as bad as the Penn State game where the Penn State quarterback just looked like he didn't know. That, either... second, that last interception was pretty bad. Dude. Yeah, but there were some really bad throws by McCord where it was just like, oh, man. They probably should have had another pick in there, too, actually. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think, yeah, I mean, onward for Michigan. Obviously, they got to play Iowa. This Is it? Is it this weekend? It's Saturday, it's yeah. It's Saturday. So, they're playing Iowa. I think it's Saturday at 8 p.m. down in Indianapolis. <laughs> Which means they've got to do all, – all they've got to do is score, what, 17 points, and they'll win. So, I think they'll be fine there. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Who, see, who knows? We'll see what happens. I mean, it's – Big Ten Championship, you know, anything can happen. I mean, if it's the same as it was two years ago, it's going to be a blowout. What they played last year? Was it Wisconsin? It was Purdue. Oh, Purdue. That's right. Our boy Dude, Aiden O'Connell. I, I know they're going to switch it up next year. I think the Big Ten is just going to take the top two teams. Yeah, they can't. I mean, the Big Ten West has just been so trash. I mean, and bringing in the, the Pac-12 schools, yeah. I mean, that's kind of the savior yeah, for – it's going to be – the big, the Big Ten is going to look way different next year. Michigan's schedule is freaking absurdly difficult next year. A little, little, little comeback from what they went through this year. Yeah, I mean it's probably like night and day difference. I'm sure they're probably like they've got to have like a top ten difficulty schedule. What's their uh, roster turnover going to look like this year? They're going to lose quite quite a bit. I yeah. mean, they're going to lose running backs, a couple wide receivers. We assume that offensive line's got to graduate at some point, right? Huh? Some of their old linemen have got to graduate at some point. 
Yeah, Zinter was supposed to be graduating this year. Dude, he had a brutal ankle injury, man, in that yeah. Ohio State game. Yeah. That was pretty nasty. I think he had a – I think he popped out one of the bones on his fibula or tibia. Ooh, too. that's tough. Yeah, I broke my tibia. It hurts. It's a lot of human being to be breaking bones. Yeah. Um, no, like, I guess – other than that, it was crazy. I I don't remember the last time I saw the fans rush the field in the Michigan Ohio State game like that. I was kind of that was kind of nuts. And there's, do you see the fly? They rushed over? the field. No, they didn't. Did they really? Yeah, the, <laughs> yeah, they rushed the field. All right, I guess that's a little. Um, that's interesting. Did you see at the the fly over the game? Um, there was a. It was kind of funny and ironic because it was a spy plane. That flew over right as the flyover for Michigan was happening. It took a picture of up above the stadium. Oh yeah, and someone was like, "Oh, Connor Stallion was riding." Was riding <laughs> the fly, the spy He's back in the spy plane. That's awesome. There was also supposedly someone said that they sighted him, or they saw him at the bar stool. Yeah, wasn't Michigan he... Ohio State party thing that they had going on? And he like walked across the bar stool stage. Was that actually like, him? And did uh. Oh, dude, what's the guy's? Portnoy? Um, huh? Portnoy? Yeah, Dave Portnoy. He, like, walked and gave him a note. Nice. Um, But, no, it was, it was interesting. It's it's cool. It's the first time since, like, I want to say, like, 97, 98 season that Michigan has beat Ohio State three times in a row. Yeah. So, um, anyways, talking about uh, – College football, do you got any predictions of – there's a lot of crazy stuff that could go down, man. So let's take a look Georgia, at – Georgia, Alabama playing for the SEC championship this year. Take a look at what we got. Man, I just haven't followed it enough to probably give you a real nuanced take here, but we can at least BS our way through it, right? Yeah, well, I can tell you that Alabama's got one loss. Yep. Georgia's got no losses, but Alabama has is three and zero, or Nick Saban is three and zero against Georgia in the SEC games when they've gone and competed against each other. So, if Georgia loses to Alabama, do you think? I mean, SEC champions got to make the 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 Final Four, right? Yes, even with them eleven and one. Oh yeah, this happened before. I think yeah. you may see two eleven and one SEC champ or teams if that happens. So you think Georgia and Alabama both would be in there if Alabama wins? Potentially, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do we got here? So then you go Michigan. So then you so go Michigan. Michigan, Michigan beats one, Iowa. Then? Yeah, then Michigan would be number one. Yeah, for sure. So then, who would be number four? Would it be Alabama? If or Alabama be beats Georgia. Georgia? Being- because that's that's where the the problem that you run into. This would be the perfect year for like eight or ten teams. Yeah, I think <laughs> this is the problem that we've run into pretty much every year with four teams, though, right? Is there's always at least one or two teams where you're like, well, they they probably should have been in. Um, yeah, it's always it's always feeling like a team is getting snubbed. Yeah. All right, we're looking for what conference championship. Yeah. So who? So Pac-12 is uh, Pac-12 Oregon versus Washington. Washington. 
So that'll take care of one of the undefeated teams. Well, no, I don't think Washington. I think both of them have one loss. Washington's got a loss. I think so. I don't think they do, right? Maybe not. Uh, let's see: Iowa, Michigan, Georgia, Alabama, Oklahoma State, Texas, Oregon, Washington. I mean, Washington's number three. There's no way they have a loss, right? No. They're oh, maybe they don't. Yeah, so so if Oregon beats Washington, Oregon's in. Washington's out. If Washington wins, Washington's got to be in. Yeah. Michigan's got to be in if they win. And then I think you take either if Georgia wins, you take them, and then Florida State, Alabama. And if Alabama beats Georgia, then Florida State gets bumped. So what about Texas being 11-1 and and the Big 12 champion? So if Texas is eleven and one, yo Liberty Liberty's about to be in the Conference USA Championship, and they're about to be thirteen and zero. <laughs> Let's go Liberty. Yeah, uh, I mean it's hard to say. Like, so Texas is right now is seventh. Um, so they're right ahead of Alabama. I so if Alabama beats. Georgia they definitely jump Texas I don't I feel like the argument you have to make is like what does everyone's one loss look like yeah who's got the weak or who's got the best loss <laughs> that's so always my favorite thing. conversation <laughs> but here's the thing it's like the crazy part is that Ohio State's one loss is to Michigan and if yeah. Michigan ends up being the number one you're telling me that a team is 11 and one and they lost to the team that's number one and that's not the the toughest law like that's not the well so one score game yeah i mean so then you'd have so you're trying to make the argument for ohio state to sneak back in like they did last year so then you'd have you'd have to does florida state play a conference championship game acc they do that let's do a quick little google here beep boop bop boop florida state louisville they play louisville Oh, Alabama lost to Texas earlier this year. Oh, did they? That's who Alabama lost to. <clears throat> All right, so then. But then Texas lost to somebody bullshit. Like, So, yeah, so I think the, the chalk here is Georgia wins, Michigan wins, Washington wins, Florida State wins. All those teams win their conference championship. You get four 13-0 teams. Bang. You're, that's it. That's your playoff. Yeah. If Michigan loses uh, to Iowa, then I don't know <laughs> what you do with Michigan at that point. So Michigan's Michigan's got a minus twenty two spread. I would think it's Iowa. probably nuts. Yeah. So that's probably not going to happen. So let's pencil Michigan in. If Georgia beats Alabama, if Georgia loses to Alabama, then you've got a twelve and one Alabama and a twelve and one Georgia. Um. One of those teams has definitely got to go in. I guess you would have to say Alabama. Um, and then if Oregon beats Washington, I think you got to put Oregon in. Uh, but then, so yeah. I mean, okay, let's just say that all of these teams except Michigan lose. So Georgia loses, Washington loses, Florida State. Well, let's say, do you think Florida State's going to lose? What's the spread to that game? I don't, it's only one and a half. Really? 
It's so, because Florida State lost their quarterback, remember? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude, I saw that injury. Dude got his leg was sideways. Uh that's so brutal. RIP to that dude's ankle. Um so uh I think if they win, you gotta put them in at thirteen and no. If they lose, then they're just out. They're just out. Like they're no quarterback. Ooh. Florida State. Florida State? Yeah. They lose, they're just out. Yeah, if they lose, they're for sure out. Yeah, they might. Yeah, they're borderline out. Anyway, if Alabama beats Georgia, even yeah. if they win, I don't know, man. It's going to be a mess. Yeah, this would be a good year for like a twelve or third. What are they going to twelve next year? Um, I think so. Yeah, I mean, oh, dude, Louisville's ten and two. Yeah, Louisville could definitely beat Florida State. All right. So Florida State loses. Crazier things could happen. One of the Pac-12 teams lose. All right. So you put a Pac-12 team, Big Ten team, SEC team, and then it's between Texas and Ohio State. Or Florida State. So Texas's one loss was to Oklahoma. Yeah. Alabama's one loss is to Texas. But if they beat Georgia, I feel like they have to be in. Yeah, I would think so. The SEC champion. I don't know. It's just crazy. Like, I, I feel like this is such an interesting year to see, like, the top 10 teams all feel like I feel it's, you can make an argument that many of the top 10 teams could be in the final four. Yeah. I say – Everybody through Alabama. Once you get to Missouri and Penn State, teams that already have two losses, we're not going to talk about them. Yeah. But everybody else, top eight teams really have a, a legit shot, potentially, depending on how the chips land. But, yeah, man, that'll be fun. That'll be a, make it interesting this weekend, I guess. Yeah. Um, Definitely going to be putting some bets on. There you go. Get your DraftKings fired up. So I'm, I'm a FanDuel. I'm a FanDuel guy. Oh, you're a FanDuel guy, huh? Yep. This podcast is not sponsored by FanDuel, but shout out FanDuel. <laughs> this podcast is sponsored by water, Dan. Uh, you ever drink a bunch of coffee and tea all day at work? You come home and your pee is real dark yellow. You know what yep, you need? Good. You know what you need? Water. Water. H2O. God juice is what I like to call it. Uh, the, juice. The, ori- the original Gatorade before there was prime and all the other BS. They try to shove down kids throat. These days there was water. He said the original Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, all right, dude. What else we got tonight? Um, Lions football. They bounce back this week against the saints. Oh man, see, this is where we're getting into those. How many losses are the Lions going to end up with games? Didn't expect them to yeah. lose to the Packers. We talked about the Saints being a potential loss. They're in New Orleans. Oh man, I kind of like the Lions this week. Bounce back, yeah. I'll, I'll take the Lions to bounce back this week. Does Jared Goff stop sucking? Dude, you you know what you know what they're starting to say, right? People are starting to whisper on the streets of Detroit. Same old lions. What's Hendon Hooker look like? Starting to get some Hendon Hooker talk. 
Seriously, dude. Hendon. I don't even know if he can play yet, but I think he can. I think he's back. I think he was practicing this week. Was he? Yeah. What the... Dude, I can't believe the Cowboys are about to stack like 50 points up this game, but it's crazy because the Seahawks are right there with them. Cowboys who? It's uh, 21-20 right now. Oh, that's right. There's an NFL game. Oh, man. Yeah, dude, Thursday night game. That's right. Dude, I've been – I have – I don't know what it is. I'm starting to get to like the point in the year where I'm, I'm, I'm getting tired of football. Really? Already? Ah, dude, I don't know what it is. It's just the just the timing of everything and like just between work and the vacations and the Yeah. You know, where it's just like I just haven't had time to pay attention to it. And then I still think like I'm in three fantasy football leagues this year and it's I still think that's too much, man. Like I might need to go down to two next year. I went down from like five a couple years ago. And you're down to three now? Down to three, yeah, and it still feels like it's a lot. Yeah, I'm in four right now, and I'm just like, I would love to only be in just one or two. Yeah, yeah. It's just too much. Like, I don't want to have to pay attention to three different waiver wires. Well, yeah, I hate that, and I also hate that, like, oh, man. Like, I I want to cheer for the guys on this team, but they're playing against them on this team, and I'm just like, oh. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So, like, you can draft the same team and be in the same spot on every league, so. Yeah. Yep. But you don't want to do that because then if your team sucks, then all your team sucks. Oh, yeah. Exactly. You know? I've been there before. Yep. Um, I've been on somewhat of a hot streak, but then this week I got a bunch of, not a bunch of, like four of my guys are from um, Buffalo and Baltimore, and both those teams are on by this week. And so I'm like holding on to first place, but by like one game. And I basically am not going to switch out one of my flex players yep. because I'm just like, screw it. I don't want to like drop someone off my bench that has been putting up points for me every week. Like whatever. It's like I could drop Gabe Davis and he's been like, he, he's either hits a home run or does a complete flop. Yeah. It's either like zero points or like 30 points. And I'm like, I can never decide when to put him in. I kind of want to just drop him. But at the same time, I'm going to pick up, Samaj Perrin and get like eight points, eight points a game or something, you know, and it's like, fuck. Yeah, dude, I have a similar situation. I've got a team where I've got Saquon, Josh Jacobs uh, on by and Kenneth Walker's hurt. Oh, jeez. So I'm using Zach Moss as my lone running back this week in that league. Oh, Mm -hmm. man. But I'm nine and three, so I don't really need to win. uh, You didn't put Kenneth uh, Kenneth Walker on the IR to get it. I did. Spot. I did. I just they're so waiver are such trash right now, and I also I don't need to lose. I don't need to win in that. I'm nine and three. Like I have a playoff spot locked up in that league. Like I, it's whatever. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like I, I don't know, man. It's hard for me to care about fantasy football anymore. I hear you. That's just my opinion, though. I know there's people out there who's still grinding on the waiver wire, and you you go after it, you get it, folks. It's, I mean, it's just you have to invest so much time to it, you know, in order to be successful and good in it. And yeah, unless I you just, just draft, like I don't it. really have yeah. some of the mental capacity to really care about it that yeah. much. Yeah, I mean, the years when I've been really good at fantasy football, I've like, you know, it's like a couple of podcasts a week, you know, a couple hours listening to that, a couple hours reading stuff, and it's just like, I got a kid, man, I don't got time for that. Yeah, 
You know? Imagine what it'd be like if you had like three kids, man. And my buddy, <laughs> my buddy has three kids and he manages like Insane. five teams. I'm like, dude, you are ridiculous, man. Yeah. Where do you sleep? Yeah, that's nuts. Uh, Where do you sleep? Either that or he just ignores his kids. Yeah, that too. <laughs> I don't think he does that. No, he's a good dad. I'm just kidding. I'm sure he's a great father. I'm yeah. a great father. <laughs> um, I'm a man. I'm 40. <laughs> Been so close to that. Dude, you see MSU hired a football coach. Yeah, the guy for, was it the um John Oregon. Smith. We're back on our John Smith train. We've gone from Smith. A successful coach to uh uh next level, which is like the African American coach. So we went Nick Saban, Bobby Williams, John L. Smith, Mark D'Antonio. Now we go Mark D'Antonio, Mel Tucker, John Smith. So if this guy sucks, at least we know that the next guy will be good. You know, we're on that rotation. <laughs> I always think, you know, Pocahontas, the whole John Smith. <laughs> yes. Uh, so this guy, Oregon State coach, they were 10 and 2 this year. Very nice. We like that a lot. Do you see do you see who they're are there was it was it they were, oh, was it Oklahoma State? I thought it was Oregon State. Their quarterback is a former Michigan guy. Oh yeah. Who the guy from uh, Oregon State was a former Clemson guy. Oh, maybe it's the guy from uh, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State. State. Yeah. yeah. Um. So he's transferring. So we could potentially get him. He could just follow the coach. I think that's kind of how follow college football works nowadays. Yeah, um, I think that does happen a lot. Yeah. What's up, Katie? Is it like in the trap? Oh. Go step on it. We've got a mouse caught in a trap upstairs, and it's flopping around mouse dying. Mouse in the trap. And Katie wants me to do something about it. And <laughs> Why? <laughs> so mouse caught in a trap. It'll, you know, expire. Is, Katie. What, is, he, what, is he getting it? No, Izzy's, Izzy's not here right now, or else she probably would be getting it. I'm sorry that this is this is how this works, Katie. When when you want to catch the mice, you want me to put it outside. Go pick it up and throw it outside. <laughs> <laughs> Just block it out of your mind. All those noises. It's it's scurrying. But it like come out. It was like, is it asking you to take the trap off or something? What was it doing? Oh, okay. <laughs> is it mouse trap? So yeah, we are at the point in the year where the mice decide they want to come inside from the cold, and uh, we got one, Dan. Man, I we was got kinda, him. I was worried about that because we have that. Uh... They get it through our fireplace is what it seems to be the uh, hot zone. The fireplace? Yeah. <clears throat> well, good thing is we don't have a fireplace. Bad thing is is I think that there's too many places that they can get in through the roof. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Roof or your the, – sometimes the – I know there's another spot I think they can get in through, like, the, uh, the like, foundation of the house. So, like, where yeah. we've got a, an addition built on that doesn't have a full basement. Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's mice coming in through there. Oh, that's brutal. 
I mean, whatever. He put a little peanut butter on the trap and, uh, you know, toss them out in the morning, I guess. It's so other I'm... than the um, entertainment from the mice, you watched any good shows or anything lately? Um, I watched... Uh, hold on, we got another mouse update. What's up? Is it dead yet? Is the mouse? Is it still moving? You think it's in the wall? Uh, you want to entertain Dan for a second? No, come on, you gotta talk to Dan. All right, Dan, I'm gonna let uh, Katie tell you about the, all the shows all the tv shows we're at tv shows katie so you can give them an update on uh real housewives yeah real housewives real housewives katie we need an update do you you don't you actually oh, don't need what an have, update what cause... have you been watching lately uh real housewives Quite real housewives yeah. all right well we got to get the we got to get the 411 on real housewives all right. well i've been watching miami real housewives of miami Ooh, and, okay um one of them has breast cancer Oh and, Jesus, that's yeah. depressing. <laughs> Sorry. Well, the drama it's is good. that the one of the ladies was gonna tell the group, but one of the other ladies told the group for her, and she's all pissed off, which is like valid, oh, no. right? Like she stole her thunder of sharing the news. Well, I mean, if someone else told my friends that I had cancer, I'd be kind of annoyed too. I think so. It's like, did she tell it in a way that she wanted to like get the attention for it? Probably. That's yeah. so like, isn't that's that like weird? That, like that's how so. society is these days. Pretty much, yeah. Oh my god, that's the trash so I watch. So, <laughs> <laughs> how many different variations of the house Real Housewives are there? Um, at least five, six. At least like, yeah. There's New Jersey. There's the Kardashians. What's that? Has it taken over for like the Kardashians? I wouldn't no because like I mean there's like there's cast members on the individual like um I guess like areas or like you know like real housewives of like Atlanta like there's cast members cast members on those that have been on for like years and like those people really? I feel like are super famous but like I mean there's usually like eight people or six to eight people on a show and so they like rotate people in and out but then there's some people that like have stayed on for years and years and they're pretty famous but they're not like kardashian level so but interestingly enough this girl that i just mentioned that is like ratting people or ratting this girl's cancer news out was friends like really good friends with the kardashians so there's like ties to famous people in like the show oh wow yeah so everyone just i think the thing is is people just love watching other people's miserable lives and just like you know what i don't have i don't have pretty good (laughs) i may not be filthy rich but hey like at least i have good friends and a good family exactly (laughs) like people i could trust that aren't gonna stab me in the back or do anything to like make me feel bad that's very true why am i looking at your like professional photo is your camera not i uh i've been no my uh my computer is having some uh video issues and some headset issues so i'm literally just like on my mic with my laptop which the camera is just fudging up i don't know why i gotta like reset i think i have to like do an update on zoom or something oh yeah probably yeah it's been brutal but <laughs> i mean it's working i ben and i were just talking it's like well, at least we can get the recording in because it's not very often that we 
want to try to like miss our opportunity to chat and do stuff so yeah um well it's not like you're posting to like youtube or you know this would be really awkward if it was just like just <laughs> like, you hanging out yeah like, i was like i don't know where to look like <laughs> what do i look at like i don't want to look at myself <laughs> so i'll just I look think... at your headshot <laughs> your like head is like perfectly tilted it's like hi i'm Grant. tilted yeah exactly yeah. <laughs> it's the professional one that i think i use for my linkedin yep it looks like um, it'd be a LinkedIn photo. <laughs> I was saying something to somebody the other day. I was like, you know what? I got to get some new professional headshots done because I feel like my beard has a little bit more gray in it now than it used to. No, no, no. You just got to keep it keep it as it is. You never never age on LinkedIn. No, no, no. Yeah. Don't let, don't let them age you. when you're Until you walk jobs. into a customer and they're <laughs> yeah. just like, yeah, you look a little older than you do in you're your like, photo. Hmm, are you about to retire yep. or <laughs> confused? <laughs> It's just like a fine wine. We do just age with fine wine. Yeah. Well, what TV shows have you been watching? We don't need to talk about The Real Housewives. Um, it's pretty redundant. Have you have you heard of the whole Ryan Reynolds and Ryan McLandy? They they bought the Wrexham team. No. So it's the they bought a football team in oh. in Wales. Oh yeah, actually no. Yeah okay, I have heard of this. Ben, do you have it? Hold on. Do we have a mouse update? Can I? Is there a mouse now? update? I don't know where it is. You don't know where it is? <laughs> update. Wait, the mouse is the gone. Trap? <laughs> the trap and the mouse are gone. Oh. Probably got behind the fridge. I don't like Nothing that because like fridge. we're about to go away for four days and I feel like we're going to come back and it's like somebody's going to have like died in the smell. Yeah. Like asshole. Well, <laughs> so Wrexham, yeah, it's definitely a, a great show. You guys should check out if you okay. like like docu series about, you oh, know. So it's like not a fictional thing. It's like about them actually purchasing. It's oh like, yeah. Okay, got it. It's really cool, actually. It's pretty like there's, you go through like a bunch of different emotions watching the show. Like you're happy you're sad you're like like it's it's just all good it's it's really i th I thought they did a great job of it is it on netflix or what is it on um do i think i think it's on i want to say it was on hulu or something okay we, yeah we eliminated hulu from our many streaming it's nice to just get rid of one of them every once in a while. Yeah. So you're just like, oh, one less thing I have to worry about. Yeah, well, I the only thing, quite frankly, that we were watching on Hulu was the Kardashians. And I was like, I can't do this anymore. This is so fucking stupid. <laughs> I was like, I watch enough dumb television. Like, I don't need to, yeah, endorse them. You know what one my brother, my brother's really big into, he likes the challenge. Oh, okay. And, he likes the like all the different events and activities that they do, but he also gets a kick out of the drama that they have in it. Okay. Like these people are so stupid. I know. Yeah. And you just like wonder, I mean, like obviously it's instigated, you know, like producers are like fueling the fire, but it's like these people got like some really crazy stuff that happens. Like it's like Yeah. Like I, I it would be like or they're just like they're just acting. You know what I mean? Like it would be yeah. really hard to be genuinely engaged in like that level of like 
bullshit. Stupidity. Yeah, yeah. Right. I don't know. I, I guess wonder if they're what getting it's paid. Like I'm sure the they get paid. It's though. like, well, we should talk about like what we're gonna do or like how we're gonna like cause a big scene. Right. Yeah. Like we got to do something that gets the viewers' attention and like they want to talk about, and it's just like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Like, did you did you ever watch that? What was that one? Like the Vander Pump or whatever the heck. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Don't even get me started, Dan. <laughs> They're all actors, Dan. <laughs> what? Okay, what is that? So you've met my friend. You've met my coworker, Allison. Dan, or not Dan, but Ben. You've met. Yeah, I've met Allison. Okay. So, um, she just got into Vanderpump. She binge watched all of the seasons, which was a lot, like start to finish. Yeah. And um, hi, you're very close to me. Oh, because we're yeah, we gotta mic. share mic. Uh, I mean, I can you guys go. Are so cute. We don't need to. We don't need to talk Vanderpump. <laughs> Okay. I mean, I'll I'll give Dan my take on Vanderpump. Well, what is it? I want to hear it. They're all actors, Dan. If you know anything about Vanderpump, you know that they're all people who moved to L.A. to be actors who got hired on at the restaurant run by one of the OGs of the Real Housewives crew, Lisa Vanderpump. These people are all actors. That's all they are. They're just this is this is what like the life of actors. Okay, yeah, yes. like back in the day, but you would move to LA like... and then you would try to get on a pilot, right? For a sitcom or you would try oh. to get into movies, right? Your mic is ripping me off. It's not. Oh. You just instead of doing that, you get hired on at Lisa Vanderpump's restaurant and get pulled into her reality TV, reality in quotation marks, TV and create drama. Because they would like basically write out storylines yeah. and plots and tell if... them like, "Hey, this is what we want you guys to do. Pretty much, yeah. Or, or yeah, or they just, you know, uh, essentially, like, just dramatize or, like, go over the top on whatever they are just normally doing in their life. I mean, That's what I think. Yeah. I think, so I think that Lisa Vanderpump got, like, famous in terms of, like, social media and, like, the public knowing who she was. She was obviously had, like, a bunch of restaurants that made her, like, wealthy or whatever. But then she was like, oh. Like, I'm on this TV show. Bravo probably approached her about it. And, like, they were like, you have, like, a hot mess of, like, servers. Oh, you, you have a bunch of struggling actors that are uh, working at yeah, your restaurant? Yeah, that, that, like, okay, have you ever worked at a restaurant? Like, it's people. It's drama. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So, it's like, oh, we have people that can, like. Act? Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wouldn't say I feel like the things that are happening to them are things that would happen to them normally, but are they probably like exaggerating? Maybe, yeah. Oh yeah, just completely blowing like, it obviously off. Obviously they I mean like if you worked at a restaurant, you know, like any type of situation like people hook up with each other. You know what I mean? Like it's not unrealistic the things that happen. But yeah, of course, because it's a reality show, they're gonna like, you know, exaggerate things. And because they probably wanted to go into acting, they can play into it. But I don't think that it was like Hey, come audition and cast for this like role at like a restaurant. Yeah, it's just it's the grown up version of what the OC was. It the OC was yep. that was that the show with like Lauren Conrad? Yeah, but that was just yeah. like a bunch of like rich kids like running around doing yeah, whatever they wanted. Yeah, but it's they all actually, like... setups. Like we've watched it now. It's clearly all pro- yeah. overproduced and setups. Yeah, this is that. the adult version, better version of that. For the millennials who started watching the OC when we're in high school, we just need a version of it that's now like thirty year olds. Oh no, no, no! Is is was it the OC or was it uh... the, hills. The, hills. the hills? The hills, the hills, the hills. That's what yeah, the it was. OC was. Dang. No, Laguna Beach. 
Yeah, Laguna oh, Beach. Laguna. Yes, yeah. that's and it. And then it became the Hills. The OC was like the OC was like the actual yeah, TV Laguna show. Laguna right. Beach yeah. was like the OG. Yeah. That's a good TV yeah, show. Yeah, Laguna Beach. Yeah. Dude, TV shows. that we watched. Yeah, we watched a couple of episodes of Laguna Beach. I don't know. It was a couple of months ago, and it's so bad. Looking I was back on it, it's when I was so bad. Breastfeeding Roman because it was like I could literally like not think one brain cell and like understand what was happening. But <laughs> like be half awake at like three a.m. It's and be like, so okay, bad. It's got so it. bad that it's so obvious that it's so set up and like just it's script. It's legitimately scripted, and so it's yeah. really hard for me to believe that it like is not legitimately. Scripted. Yes, it. <laughs> what the Laguna Beach? Yes. Yes. They're not oh, like was... Heidi Monta, Mont, whatever her name is. Like, say this line. She just, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not like that level of script. Is that what you mean? Uh, yeah, I don't think it was I don't that know about, level. Like, of they have actual scripts that say, here's what you're going to say yeah, in this like scene. Story Cuts, line. Yeah. There's story but lines. there's like, here's the storyline for this episode, and here's what we're going to do today. And this is the drama that we're going to have. And this is who it's going to be between. And that's the I exact still think same. That some of the drama was real. <sighs> I, I don't. I, I think some of the drama was real. Yeah, dude, I don't but know, I man. Just, the girls started to like not like each other and yeah, stuff, and I so they were like kind of. I don't know, man. If you brats. Go, if you go back, I, I'm just telling you, it just felt so fake going back and watching Spidey. it. And then, but we're just the you know whatever the show was Vanderpump. It's just the this the adult version for us now. That's what we consume now. You're sitting too close to me. I have to leave. All right, well, have fun. If the mouse pops back up, no. just let me know. I'll go catch him. I feel like I feel like he survived this trap. So, I mean, we got to give him a second shot. You know, like this this mouse. All right, (laughs) Dan says bye, Katie. Uh, So, yeah, I went upstairs uh, to the place where the mouse trap was, and there's no mouse trap, and there's no sign of a mouse in a mouse trap anywhere to be found. So I have that no mouse. idea what happened, Dan. I'm not sure what happened to that mouse. He probably's hiding somewhere. I think he has a trap attached to him. Trap <laughs> somehow, to him. somehow got into uh, the fireplace or the wall. I don't know. There's like an outlet back there that's not super covered. It makes me think that's maybe where they're actually coming in now that I think about it. It's the outlet that's the problem. Anyway. Um, okay. So you guys are talking about TV shows? Yeah, just talked talked a little bit about uh, the Real Housewives, and then we got into the the Vanderpump conversation <laughs> a little bit. Love I it. I told her that I was watching that uh, that show Wrexham. I told her I was like, you guys should check that out if you, if you okay. get an opportunity to. Um, I'm trying to think. There is uh there's some. I saw some good trailers for movies coming out, but I haven't seen anything. So I've wa- recent that's worth bringing up, I guess. I'm trying to think of other things that. Uh... So I finally, uh, on the plane ride back from Florida, oh yeah, watched all of Blade Runner, the new Blade Runner movie. Yeah, twenty twenty. What is it? Twenty forty nine. Twenty forty nine. Yeah, dude, I thought it was so good. I had watched. Oh yeah, parts of it up until that point. But like the timing of it was perfect for the plan. Like it was like whatever the length of that movie is, it's like as long as I could watch a movie on a plane. And it's awesome, dude. What a good movie! I'm I'm a big fan of it, dude. I think Ryan Gosling did a pretty good job in it too. Mm-hmm. Ryan Gosling was great. Um, 
What's her cool having Harrison Ford come back? Yeah, it's cool having Harrison Ford to come back. Uh, the girl who plays his robot girlfriend. Yeah. Uh, what is her name? De Armas. Yeah, Anna De Armas. Yep. She does a great job. It's just well acted, well shot. I mean, it's a beautiful movie. I mean, it's definitely long. Like visually, it was so cool. Yeah, and like the, just the themes of it, right? It's like essentially like. We're now not talking about whether or not robots are rule. We're essentially past the point to that. Like, yeah, they are. It's now like almost like playing into like, is the AI robot girl real? You know, like does yeah, the she... test that they were doing was trying to determine if the AI could tell if they were actually sentient, AI or like, not. or yeah. if they could fool if they could fool the people into thinking that they weren't a robot, that they were a human. Yeah. So maybe I liked it so much. I went back and watched the original Blade Runner. Not as good, in my opinion. Although it's good, it's it's just kind of like a ah man. It just felt like it was like even more slow and less. Like I get it was like visually a really big deal back then, yeah. but you know it just doesn't hit the same it's now. Uncomparable now because yeah. of the technology, man. Right. So, but yeah, dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, just like thought it was a really awesome movie. So that's my movie for the week. Nice. That's a good one. What did you do? Uh, do you watch anything on the way down? I <laughs> No, but I got the high score for the plane on the uh, the uh, treasure hunt game. So Oh, nice. <laughs> got that one going for me. I beat the dude in, uh, you know, 13B. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. How'd Roman do on the plane? Uh, the the flight down he did really well, um, the dude the way so we went to Key West right, yeah, which is out in the middle of the mother trucking ocean right, but we didn't fly into Key West it was cheaper to fly into Fort Lauderdale so we flew into Fort Lauderdale, and then we drove to Key West okay on paper doesn't look terrible however, because of how we timed up the flight to like try to time up with Roman's nap. We arrived and began driving in Fort Lauderdale uh, and the beginning of rush hour. And if you know anything about that area, Fort Lauderdale is right next to Miami. So we hit Miami-Fort Lauderdale traffic, uh, perfect timing for rush hour, in the middle of a giant rainstorm. Oh, my God. So it took us like four and a half hours. So we it, was, it basically turned it into like, you know, we woke up at like I think 6 or 7 a.m., to drive to the airport to get on the plane. I think our plane left must have been at like 10, 11 o'clock. We landed at like two or three, got into traffic. And then, you know, it just took, it turned it into like a 12 hour travel day, which it was, it went pretty well with Roman. I mean, it, the only time he was really struggling was when we were, we were driving down towards the end and we, we basically like the car seat he was in. Cause it's a travel car seat. Didn't recline. Like we yeah. couldn't really shift this. So it got to the point where it was like, screw this, <clears throat> just pulled over and like, just kind of like retched it a little bit like back so he could like just, just lay back a little bit. So he wasn't like in the seated position, just like nodding off for a little bit, yeah, and yeah, yeah. waking up and screaming at us and then nodding off and waking up and screaming. like we were going through that cycle for a little while. That was fun. Um, oh and then, then the other thing, the rainstorms really bad. And uh, we're driving on the one the one lane highway to Key West in the middle of the ocean. And they're like, we get to like 
tornado warning alerts on the phone that just like blow oh, up the Jesus. phone it's like yeah. oh okay cool there's this there's a tornado warning not a big deal no, it's not a big deal it's like all right so uh it's like katie why don't Tornadoes you out on the water yeah it's like why don't you turn on the weather radio just you know find out where the you know this tornado potentially will be and it's like you know there was a circular whatever a hook echo or you know area of rotation located between mile marker you know 65 and 89 and we're like all right cool we have no idea where i was like all right we'll just take a look at the next mile marker it's like mile marker 78 we're just like cool we're just in the middle of that cool that's fun so just in the middle of the like it's one of those like you know she katie's like well, should we pull over and like take shelter it says we should take shelter it's like we are we are in the middle of the ocean on, yeah, a, on a road there is nowhere to take shelter here <laughs> so we're just gonna keep driving and we're gonna hope for the best and you know hopefully we miss the tornado it can't be that bad of a tornado right i mean it's it's florida they don't get bad it's you know we're, we're fine it's it's not a hurricane so no it was good um, Jeez, man that's scary though what an experience yeah so that was fun uh got down there awesome it's a lot of fun hanging out in key west um and then uh yeah the flight back was a little bit rougher for him i don't know what it was i think it was just kind of the timing of it like having to drive back and have him in the car and then put him on the plane Um, i think he was just a little bit fed up with just kind of being stationary and not being able to like run around and do though yeah yeah and it wasn't terrible i mean he did he ended up going to sleep so it worked out he was just a little more fussy the the cock the, the the cockpit we did not see the cockpit now. Oh no. man, you should have you should have had Roman go sit in the pilot chair with the hat on. I know. So the the I didn't even the the we I guess we could have done it on the flight down. I just didn't it, I mean you're in such like travel with baby mode is like very like we gotta do this and then we gotta do this and we gotta get all this shit together and we gotta have all this shit and this yeah. shit goes in this bag and it's like very like you know, you're just kind of focused on that the way back he pooped like as we were landing <laughs> and so it was one of those where it was like all right cool we're just diaper, we're just the stinky plane. people here as everybody's standing up on the plane to like get off and so that turned into like just me just handing like here katie take roman and just go and get him figured out and then i i just kind of hung back and like got all our stuff together and got off the plane and like grabbed the stroller and stuff so yeah didn't have any opportunity to see the uh, the cockpit there, um, but maybe on this flight we'll uh, we'll see if we can't pop by. You know, it, it, you, guys, you guys going somewhere different this weekend? Yeah, we're going. We're flying to New York tomorrow to go see her dad for like a Chris, oh, nice. Christmas Thanksgiving uh, little get together, kind of just visit out there. So rope it all together in one trip makes sense. Yeah, yeah, and it, uh, timing wise, it you know, kind of right in the middle, and it's not you know super cold out there yet. It's cool that you guys can fly and not have to drive again. Yeah, yeah, it'll be nice flying out there. Um, that's be the first time we've like actually kind of like well, I guess no, we, the first time that I think one of us has like flown out there. Like Katie will fly out there, I flown out there, and like met her or something before. But the first time we both flown with flown out together, and obviously have Roman, so it'll be fun. Should be a yeah. good time. Do you guys fly into uh, JFK? Uh, no, White Plains. Uh, her white plains uh her mom lives in stanford connecticut and white plains is like oh, the closest. okay yeah so that white plains is like the closest airport there so it makes sense and we're gonna just find white plains her mom's gonna pick us up we're gonna go drop her mom back off at her mom's house and then take her mom's car out to long island 
Nice. There you go. Yeah. So we'll we don't have to rent a car. I mean, her mom isn't you know, she's in her like mid late seventies, so she's not like going a lot of places. Like, doesn't need the car for the weekend type situation. Yeah, so that's nice. Yeah. So we're gonna steal her car, go out there, hang out with her dad, and uh, yeah, and then come back and be back Monday. There you go, man. Yeah, have dude. a little fun weekend. It should be. It'll be nice to be nice to be out there, see them. So it'll be fun. What time is your flight out tomorrow? I think we're leaving at like ten thirty. Nice man. Yeah, and this one we don't have a seat for Roman, so he's going to be in our laps. So that'll be interesting. But it should be oh a boy. yeah short flight or shorter flight. Uh, I'm not really sure how I feel about not having a seat for him, but I feel like it's you know we did the did the three hour three and a half hour flight to Florida with him in his car seat. And now, you know, got that under our belt. And now we're kind of leveling up as far as like the parent flying levels go. And we're going without the car seat. We're going to just roll the dice and uh, see what happens. Ooh, rolling the dice. Yeah. But it's also Detroit to New York. So it's not like a super long flight. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure. What about you, man? You got any big plans this weekend? Just watching the Michigan game? No, no big plans this weekend. Just going to watch the Michigan game. I think we got like a family little Christmas get together. In Jackson at the old Key Largo. Okay. Um, yeah, that should be a good time. But other than that, just kind of taking it easy, man. Just, you know, see uh, the winter season's rolling along. Starting to feel like I want to go into hibernation. <laughs> yeah, I feel you there. Yeah. It's been cold and shitty this week, so. I really need to start getting back in the gym, if I'm being honest. I kind of want yeah. to start being able to maybe go play some basketball or something. Yeah, dude. Get some hooping yeah. to Go from that's you know it's a good uh, as we get into middle age you know you get your bowling form down and then you start you know doing some free throws and pretty soon you'll be uh, you know layups you know jacking a couple threes you'll be ready to go. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna be the guy out there trying to make sure I can maintain a dribble. Yes, this is it's uh it's you know can you pass how well can you i feel like we're getting into the age where like you man that guy's really good at passing it's like the best thing somebody can say about us on the basketball i'm pretty court. good at passing i feel like exactly I can yes sometimes that dude that dude dished that nice 24 year old some nice dimes that pass game you know i used to throw you a lot of dimes back oh, yeah in the dude day oh yeah back in the day the glory days the glory days <laughs> all right dan anything all else right, tonight man. It was great talking to you, dude. Yeah, man. I, uh, you didn't get injured in your, your accident. Yeah, man. I avoided the some safe travels. Man. Yeah. I avoided the car accident. And I've got some sort of mouse stuck in my wall at this point. So I got to go figure that out. But, uh, otherwise, things are looking pretty good. Let's, uh, let's circle back after the conference yeah. championships this weekend and do some, uh, yeah, dude. Some bold, some bold predictions. Yeah, dude. Let's, uh, let's shoot for like, uh, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday next week if you're open. Okay. Yeah, dude. Let's do it. All right, man. Until next time. All right, brother. It was good talking to you. All right, you too, man. All right, bye. Bye.